Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Can I can I address one of my podcast um, mates here? Mm-hmm. Derek. See, y'all thought I was going a different direction. Look, even Derek was confused. Bro, have you been watching basketball this season? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I saw you go to the movies. You went out to dinner. We watch basketball 24-7 on this podcast. Okay. I watch my games at night. Late at night. Yeah, when you, no, you, you got to leave. Last night, I was caught up on the Spurs. I watched the Bulls. I watched the Blazers. I'm yeah, he just watched his team. He said, when you got leave pass, you can do that. I he was trying to tell us that he rewatched the games at night. Because that's some bullshit. Oh, no, I don't watch them. I don't watch them during the day and then watch them later, no. Like, I'll watch games at night that I feel like, ooh, I want to tune into this player. That was a joke, Derek. Enjoy your life, baby. Enjoy your life. Because I know I know you do catch up. I know you do catch up. It's time to talk about ball. Um, right now, the Suns are looking like... That's great you said that, because we here, baby. Valley Boys stand up, man. Wow. They gonna wow. Wow. They really, they really are. They going to think that. <laughs> luckily, I didn't rock my shirt, because that purple shirt in that closet was definitely about to get thrown on. But they look like this year's Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. I know they end up losing last yeah, night's game. Yeah. Sacramento Kings, though. Oh yeah. Oh, we gonna we gonna yeah. slowly go down the yeah. ladder. This is one of the top teams, and we'll get down to where the Sacramento Kings are. At. But yeah, Suns. Um, the Suns look like this year's Sacramento Kings. Uh, what are they? Two and two now. Mm-hmm. They could easily be four and zero at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, the games they played, you could de- you could just see the progression. Yes. Yeah. Which what, you gotta like as what, a Suns fan. What I like about them is that it looks like a cohesive unit. That it's not all deep book. It For the first time in for a long in a long time, they yes. have a they look. Like a team, which is just a beautiful. And defensively, thing. they look pretty good too. And we got to remember, they only had Aiden for one game. Yep. yep. And it seems like they won't reduce his suspension at this point, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's not crazy because we don't know the real specifics of everything. Right. But I was just pretty confident they're like, okay, we'll give you 15 instead of 25. But yeah. so far, nothing. So far, nothing. And Baines has been filling that role like very well. Aaron Baines, I man, imagine him. He's literally just rebounding. That's the reason defense. why the Celtics loved him. Yeah, like, he just does all the little things right. He drew like four charges last night. It's just like he's so he's such a large human that you would think that you want to get every block. He's like, no, I'm gonna play this smart and draw me a charge. Yeah, I really like that team defensively because of that. And Javon has been playing out his mind. He really has. Javon doing his thing. Um, Cam Johnson even got length. Kelly Uber, they got they real switchable. When you got Baines there in the paint, and then you got like Javon. They did a lineup where it was like Javon D Book, Rubio was out there as well. And then it was like Mikael Bridges or Kelly Uber. Mm-hmm. It's just real switchable. Sometimes they have Uber and Cam Johnson out there. They can switch, and it's just real versatile. And they get up and down. And then you know D Book hits some shots. R- Ricky Rubio brings good pace to the team. Um, Javon hit a big shot last night, which I thought was going to help them win that game. But, you know, Donovan Mitchell got the foul call at the end of the game. They didn't review the clock or whatever. But Monty Williams, man. Monty Williams came it's in. It's crazy what a good coach can do. And, and, and put some new uh, confidence in that locker room. Uh, Sarek has been playing good as well. Um, and Playmaker. It's like a whole yeah. new like franchise. But which a lot of beautiful. these players was there last year. It just mm-hmm. looks like a new rejuvenated team. But, yeah. Before the season started, somebody asked me, Kenny, what are the chances that Devin Booker or Carl Anthony Towns request a trade? And I was like, maybe kind of high because both of those teams probably won't be very good. But both of those teams look very good to start off the mm-hmm. season. So, shout out to them. And it's, A, of course, credited to their best player, but also the people underneath them are playing well and decent coaching. So, shout out to the Timberwolves and the Suns for keeping their people happy the first week and a half through the season. Uh, what's what's should we go down the ladder? We're not gonna hit all thirty teams. Yeah, I got the standings right in front of me. Okay, uh, it's only a couple uh, undefeated teams left. Spurs, yeah, Spurs at three and zero. The Nuggets at three and zero. Can I confess something? 
I haven't sat down and actually watched a Spurs oh, game. Oh, man, you missing out. I haven't I watched either, it I've been kind of keeping track of DeJounte Murray. Right. So what yeah. I would do is yeah. I would tune in for spurts, but I haven't sat down and watched mm-hmm. like four straight quarters oh, no, I of the caught, Spurs. What game was it? I was talking to you. I was like, DeMar DeRozan closed out that game for him. It was one of the first games. Oh, it was against the Knicks, yeah. right? Because no. he hit the last 10. He scored the last 10 points for them. Oh, or, oh, he said closing out, right? Okay. So I guess maybe it wasn't a game. Um but last the last two games, he, oh, he had a game winner too. A game after that, he was, yeah, uh, he's he been playing well for them down the stretch. Yeah, but uh, and the Sixers, so it's four teams mm-hmm. undefeated. Yeah. Sixers, and the Sixers going. If Ben Simmons keeps playing the way he does, they're going to be a real problem. The way he's just being aggressive and putting his head down and getting to the rim is going to be. Y'all opposite. saw the Mike Scott thing. What yeah, happened with what? That? What, what, what? Yeah, what is that? What is that about? He got ejected for a foul that was like. Barely anything. So it was a fast oh, break. I thought he got suspended. Oh no, it was a fast break, and um, I forget who exactly. It was like a breakaway fast break, and Mike Scott tried to catch up to to stop him from getting the easy bucket. He what, gave he, like, him grab him. Or no, he gave him. Pushing? Usually they grab right, and yeah. that's a foul. But he gave him a little sub while he was about to jump yeah. off, oh, and they, they said ejected. that is that is not what you it's do, and that's an ejection, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah, we see it. We see it in the league now that like you just try to stop that easy layup and that that small push in the back can't hurt somebody. Yes, so I can yeah. see why they would do it, but mm-hmm. in that situation, it's, it's kind of like it's a little bit different because yeah. he didn't push him in the back. Yeah, he was more coming from the side, mm-hmm. and the player hasn't hadn't left his feet just yet. Mm-hmm. He was still just dribbling the ball. So I don't know. I thought it was a bad call, but luckily it didn't hurt them too much because a is Mike Scott and b he. I mean, he wouldn't have been on the court at the end of the game anyway. Last episode, I was telling y'all that uh, I wanted y'all to come in. With the player, player and a rookie of the week. Yep. I, also, if y'all have a, top, a team of the week on the top of y'all mind, y'all can throw that out there as well. Sure. And we'll put it out to the to the public um, on our social media accounts. Get some polls going and, and solidify a, a true through the wire player mm-hmm. of the week, rookie of the week, team of the week that'll be announced on Saturday episodes. So let's get right into it because one of y'all named the team. Well, named a guy that I had already. Um, I, we know D Mill. D Mill said it before the show, so I know his. I want to start with you, Mike. Mm-hmm. What, my player of the week? Play, player of the week, rookie of the week, and team of the week if you have one. You, mm-hmm. If you need to think about it for a second while somebody else uh, do their Player of the week, definitely I would go Carl Nitty Towns just because he's been standing out. And uh-huh. we talk about that Timberwolves team. We didn't think they were going to have many expectations this year. But, I mean, they're starting off so well. Another player I'm going to give a shout-out to is Trey Young. I think the way he's been balling with the Hawks has been amazing. Uh, they lost to the Sixers yesterday, but, I mean, they lost by one. And it was, that was a tough game to lose. Yeah. But he's been coming out in the ball, and I think he could average over 25 this season. Uh, rookie, of the year, uh, rookie of the week, I'm going Kendrick Nunn. Good pick. Who's been uh, picking up with the absence of Jimmy Butler. Hopefully he's uh, – first let's give a shout-out to Jimmy Butler for, for a baby. Congratulations, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for his baby. He should be on the court again tonight, though. Yeah, So it's going to be good to see. Mm-hmm. Also, um, R.J. Bear has been hooping. That's just like every part of the – I thought he was just coming into the league as mostly just a score, but he's been showing that he's got the – you know, he could play make. He's going to rebound strong. Last night he rebounded the ball like a yeah, goddamn so. center. So Yeah, so shout-out to RJ too. Yeah. I, I like all your picks. I like all your picks. If I'm going next, uh, my player of the week will always be unconventional because we know like, hey, this guy put up 30 points this week. Mm-hmm. My player of the week is somebody that I'm just happy to see back on the court and playing decent. That's Markel Fultz. Yeah. Uh, he's been closing out games for them as far as, like, he's on the floor instead of DJ Augustine. And, like, last night, 
they put together this crazy run against the Raptors with like three minutes left. They were down by like 11 with three minutes left. Mm-hmm. They put together this crazy run. Just last night, there was like four teams to blow leads. And unfortunately, my team was one of them. Um, the Raptors <laughs> blew this lead to the Orlando Magic, but they ended up closing it out eventually. Yeah. But a lot of that came from Marco Fultz. He got like two big offensive yeah. rebounds. He had 12. He had like 13, 14 points. He's been averaging double digits since mm-hmm. he came back. He had a couple yeah. of threes. Fred Van Fleet did that thing to him. Yeah, so I just like I just like that Marco Fultz is back on the court. His defense is up there. We got a John Isaac game finally yesterday, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, what was next? Rookie of the week. Yeah. My rookie of the week was um, my rookie of the week was Kobe White. It, it he before last night at least when he only played 15 minutes he had been putting up some of the best numbers amongst rookies he was like mm-hmm. third in scoring behind rj and uh kendrick nunn which is dope and then my team of the week is the timberwolves just a team like you mentioned i didn't have any expectations for but so far throughout the season they look like one of the better teams and they look like a cohesive unit shout out to ryan saunders um my player of the week is Dejounte murray uh the spurs are undefeated he a big big reason why um, off the top of my head, I believe DeJounte is averaging 15 points, eight rebounds, six assists, and two steals, but he's not played over 23 minutes. He's on a minute restriction and giving him that, plus the two steals. Um, and, and every time I watch the Spurs, uh, and, and I want to say I watched like you did, Mike, for the, to keep up with DeJounte Murray initially, but because they played my team the first game of the season. The oh, next. yeah, yeah. It made me watch the other games that they've played so far this season. Um, and he's been killing. He's been killing. He's been giving them um, – he's been giving them a boost in, like, speed. Yeah, just Spurs like, kind of have, like, a slow-paced team. Mm-hmm. When you think of the Rose and Aldridge, he mixes it up. They even got Trey Lyles out there, so he kind of picks up the speed and the tempo. Defensively, he's just a menace out there. Yeah, I was going to say, he in today's world where a lot of these PGs, you want them to be the focal point of your offense going out and score like 20 points and make sure you have the assists. This dude is more of a defensive-minded point guard, and he hangs his hat on that end. You can definitely tell. And I don't think it, in the future, I'm not saying this year, but in the future, he could definitely be one of those candidates for like a sneaky defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I think it could be yeah. this year. The way they've been playing defensively and he's been in, in mm-hmm. the, the impact he's had in just the 23 minutes per game he's playing. And like you said, his, his shit is focus defensively mm-hmm. but for him to still be giving you 15 points a game eight rebounds and six assists is off the charts because i already knew he was gonna give you two plus steals right because when he finally adds like he's evolving his offensive game he's gonna be a real good two-way player real good. you're someone who could lock up the opposing pg and also give them 20 yeah the uh, spurs they, they just got a real good team man. Mm-hmm. um rookie of the week was rj um uh, but mike mentioned him so i gotta go with J- john morant uh yeah. john morant is Reminded me kind of like Trey Young when I first watched them in a sense of not how not, not that they play alike, but they both came into the league playing with the style that we seen them play with in college. And I think a lot of rookies they come in and they get a little stiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe White, I give Kobe White that credit too. Kobe White comes in and got kind of like plays his game. And I think sometimes you got to credit the coach and in, in the atmosphere of the team for that. But also the player for just coming in and, and not being afraid to be themselves. Yeah. A lot of rookies come in, they overthink, they're trying to be too perfect, not want to make mistakes. And that's when they kind of, you know, lose their confidence because you're going to make mistakes. That's just mm-hmm. inevitable in the game of basketball. But John Morant's come with that flashy style, that, that pace. His last game was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that point game. yeah, he definitely has showed up during the big moments of that game. And one of my favorite parts of that game was that block he had on Kyrie yeah. Irvin, mm-hmm. who's been kind of on a tear by himself. My favorite part of that game is that uh, he passed up the final shot to give it to Jay Crowder. Yeah. Like he he had the opportunity to take the shot, but he was so selfless that he gave it up and it was the right move. What I liked about that game was that 
Brandon, I mean, um, Dylan Brooks and John Morant at the end of that game were like in a panic mode and they were like throwing the ball everywhere. They got it to Jay Crowder and he took it, he dribbled pulled it out. out. Yeah, that and was and a they called the timeout. Yeah, yeah, that that, that, that right there shows you like why you need veterans on your team. Yeah, yeah that's a real good point. But yeah, that, that, I, I just like to see that from from rookies. The, the the ability to come in and just play your game. Even a guy like Kendrick Nunn that you named. You know, he's been playing like that since he was in the Chicagoland area, just mm-hmm. being a, a guard that's attacking and scoring and doing what he does. And I think that's that's um, an underrated, uh, underrated thing for a player to have early in their rookie season. My team of the week um, would probably be the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. just because they they've given some energy to the NBA throughout the NBA. Even at two and two, they've just been real exciting to watch. Um, like KB said, they easily could be four and zero against some really good teams. They gave the Clippers their first loss after I thought the Clippers looked they invincible. Were going, they were going eight two and zero. So that was really exciting. The Jazz they came with it, um, and then they also took the Nuggets to overtime. So and they did it all without Aiden. So that's that was really exciting to see. Uh, my player of the week is Andre Drummond. He's been putting up double-doubles. He had a 23-rebound game earlier this week. Um, I think that was the first game. He helped me yep. win $200 with that. So, shout-out to Andre Drummond. Shout-out to Drummond, man, bringing that cash through. Rookie of the week, I'm staying in Memphis. I got to go Brandon Clark. I feel like he's been defensively. He's been holding it down. He's been rebounding. He's been playing his role beautifully. And um, I like what he's bringing to the table. And um, team of the week, I got to go... Dallas, Luca and Porzingis, yeah, they bad. killing it. I was hoping that somebody would get Luca a little bit more love on Player of the Week, but as long as you mention him, mm-hmm. is all we need because he has been hooping like crazy. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Brandon Clark because in that last game they played, like uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had fouled out and they yeah. put Kyle Anderson in as, at like their center spot. Yeah, that was, so I was like that was kind of odd. Weird, yeah, it's just like a weird coaching. Play. It worked out for them. Yeah, but it's just like a weird that so it worked out like that. For the people at home. Player of the week options we have Andre Drummond. We have who's my player of the week? Oh, uh, Markel. Markel Fultz, <laughs> Car Anthony Towns, Dejounte Murray. Rookies of the week we have Brandon Clark, John Morant, Kobe White, Kendrick Nunn. Team of the week we have Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns. Oh, the Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't even think I picked the team of the week, but I'm going I'm to say my favorite team to watch is still the Rockets. Okay. They're just a funny team to watch. And James Harden is shooting terrible. Yeah. He had like, 40, he had 40, 40 last game. But it was 20 free throws. 21 yeah, free throws. He, right. He's shooting, <laughs> I think he's shooting 22 shots a game. Do you know how many of those are threes? A lot. 15 of those are threes, and he's shooting like 15%. Mm. But so, last night. He shot 15 threes a game last year. That's why I guess the 15 is crazy. He was like four for 13, four for 15. You shot kind of bad last night. I'm glad you're saying that. Russell Prime Westbrook has looked good, though. Yeah. He's because good. I wanted my next thing for y'all, um, and not that it's going to be a poll or a thing, but disappointment so far. Mm-hmm. Because we're going we, we, we giving a lot of love to a lot of different teams. Mm-hmm. And, you is know, it right. too, so is it just okay to just say the Bulls? That's completely okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, they've the been, way, they've been very The way this man has been talking about the Bulls and their defense. It definitely should be a big. I'm hitting the film room today for the foul shot, baby. Last oh, night man. they had so many. They had two mental errors that really cost them that game. They gave up an open layup on an inbound pass after the Knicks called a timeout, and then why did Lowry just lunge out at Bobby Portis on that corner three where he hasn't went to sidestep and now he got an open three? I felt like those. Bobby are, was the high hand. He figured that maybe he'll just shoot it 
But Bobby played it smart. You got to be under control defensively. That's just a defensive yeah, mistake. If we're talking disappointment, they're number one disappointment, <laughs> especially for me because, uh, I mean, that's my team. But um, shout I, out to them boys. I told them. I was like, man, KB got a big game the other, or tomorrow because it was a couple days ago and y'all was about to play the Knicks. He's like, man, if we lose this game, I'm going to be mad. And I was. Because now you're down, you down against PR on this bet. No, I'm not. We're tied. Oh, it's tied now? Yeah, one, one, one and three. I mean, we have the eight. But I keep trying to explain to people. The bet don't mean anything. I just want my team to be good. Yeah, I don't care about the two fifty. I just that is a big fact. I think people think like that. that this is I don't, damn. Fuck the Knicks. I, I no, don't I don't like. I'm I don't not, care. So I'm saying this very humbly, <laughs> but at the especially you got to understand that shit is all the way at the end of April. Right. We have so <laughs> we're not we're one twentieth of, of the way through the NBA season. By the time yeah. it's like first of that first of all two fifty. I just fucking bought some LeBrons today that was like 225. I bought some Sean with the Spurs and I ain't talking about how much I Yeah, you feel me? Like the 250 is very minuscule to the, the what the fuck is we going on. We just both want to see our teams be good at the end yeah. of the day. But I will say there's been moments where my team has looked so damn bad and been frustrated. I was like... Oh, can I clear up that tweet? What tweet? The tweet that like we allow 15 points but it's the Knicks... You know what I'm saying? That tweet. Oh, okay. the, what I was saying about that tweet is so far this season, the Knicks have been god-awful in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. The first game, they scored like 15 points. Second game, they scored 20. And the third game, they scored 20. Like every game we've had, we've come back. Right. So that's when I'm saying that. But it's the Knicks. I'm not saying that the Knicks are the worst team in the league. I just mean in the first quarter, the Knicks have been ass. So us holding them to 15 don't mean anything. I didn't, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was watching the game on my phone because me and my girl was shopping. So you're not watching basketball. That's crazy. You so, and Derek. No, you I'm like fucking that. Because so, she was like, we was in his makeup store. And I'm watching the game. I'm body poor. This is the, the, the game Bobby, time yeah. three. It was 85 to 88. He hit the game time three. You know, in the middle of all to the school. And she looked back like, damn, you in your own world. <laughs> As I was watching the game, y'all was like, that was late in the game. At the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, y'all was up there in their 20 points. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Zach Levine had like a breakaway dunk and somebody fouled. I'm just like, I was like, at this point, I'm like, I'm going I'm, I'm to stay calm. But you know what's crazy? Every mm-hmm. game. Never did I feel safe. Because. And never did I feel out of the game. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Not because. That's funny. Not even. Nothing to do with y'all team. It's just that we've come back in every game. Had, every game. It had back. everything to do with us. I'm just. We didn't been on these big cold streaks. And then at the end of the game, y'all went up eight. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Laurie hit the three. And his, I mean, yeah. before that, That's Zach a, hit the three. That's yeah, we went up saying. eight late in the fourth. Two of our wins. Fucking, I mean, two of our losses. Our team just goes cold for the last three minutes and we lose. The first one against the, the Charlotte Hornets and now the next. I was like, golly. Now but, we got Zach Levine and, and Laurie trying to close this. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but Bulls fans, I want to let y'all know that this is not the end of the game because Laurie Markin is still shooting 18% from three. That is not going to you know, be the case for the entire season. Otto Porter is shooting like 20% from three. and like He's shooting 22% yeah, from the field. So like our team is starting off very slow and yes, we have those defensive woes that you want us to clean up, but our offense still hasn't hit the potential it can be. So That's a good point. Yeah, same thing with my Knicks fan. I told y'all we got on three and everybody was trying to throw Throw shit all under the bridge, whatever. We need to fire Fizz there. Calm the hell. Oh, but also if we lose against the Cavs on Wednesday, I'm done. That's the end. That is That's the, end. the end. That is the end. Yeah, I don't I know what's all. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. like Kevin Love and we should have only lost one out. game so far this season, and that was the, that was the Raptors. Because so far we played against teams that are not very good, and we lost to the, yeah, Hornets, the Hornets. The Hornets game the they Knicks. shot. Historically, y'all lost that game. We lost to the Raptors by like thirty. We beat the Grizzlies, who suck still. Oh yeah. So like, we should like looking at the schedule. Like, damn, we about to go into the season five, and no, we gonna have we gonna have confidence on our squad, and then shit like this happens. Yeah, and we lost to three playoff teams and then beat y'all. So I was like, let's go. That's all we got to do: beat the teams that suck 
And yeah. those are the teams that are at the top of the conference. But anyway, other disappointing teams, as far as I know, their fan base is probably a little... Pacers. The Pacers. Yeah, so... and three. Have any of y'all really watched the Pacers? I have no. not, but I, I made a tweet like, Pacer fans, tell me what y'all thinking, because I think it's best to... As, as much as we watch hoops, I think it's always best to come from, like, the source. Like, a, a, no, no a fan that's watched no every second of the season. And I got a lot of Pacers fans basically hitting the message. It's like, man, this is what's wrong with our team. And the main consensus I've seen so far was that, A, the two-big-man lineup has not worked out at all. Mm-hmm. And, B, a lot of people are calling for um, McMillan's head, which is crazy. So here's one of the tweets from uh, CSB, who's the biggest Pacer fan as far as YouTube's go. Nate McMillan's time has run out. Fans are tired of him, and he needs to go. Miles and Sabonis can't play together. Why is Aaron Holiday riding the bench when our front office wouldn't trade him for Mike Conley? I miss Vic, Thad, and Bojan. Bogdanov is amazing, but I'm big sad. This is my thing. I agree with it's always good to go to the source, but this is why it's not always good to go to the source. Because a lot of these fans be so over-emotional that it's ridiculous. Three games in, you don't fire your head coach because he doesn't have unless he's ro- Jim Boylan because he doesn't have the rotations down. I had to go <laughs> back and forth with a Nick fan about that. When you have these new pieces, because they do, they had a Jeremy Lamb, Brogdon. Yeah, it's tough to do that. It's, it, it, it's you don't tough. have a solidified rotation, and plus they don't even have their actual superstar, superstar. there yet. So he's going to have to work him back in the rotation. Then you just paid Sabonis, so obviously because mm-hmm. Nate McMillan that we know had Sabonis coming off of the bench. But the front office also, it, it's like, I, people need to understand it's not a coach that calls every shot. The coach has the way he want to do it, and depending on right. the organization, he has so much leeway. After the organization pays a certain amount of money to a certain player, that player is going to play how that organization wants him to play. That's why you see a lot of these guys that just got the bag that was coming off the bench last year all of a sudden starting. Jalen Brown, oh, my gosh, he got paid. Now he's a starter. Sabonis got paid. Oh, now he's a starter. So you got to understand that. And second, when you have so many people, it's, it's hard to solidify the rotation mm-hmm. in three games. It's very hard, especially when you're missing your your Victor Oladipo. So I would give my guy, your, your head coach, a little time to figure it out. And, and you know, Aaron Gordon is going to – I mean, Aaron Holiday is going to have plenty of time to start getting his minutes. Uh, Sabonis and Miles Turner are going to have f- plenty of time to figure it out. It's three games into the season. Stop being so overly damn emo- emotional. A lot of the teams ahead of y'all ain't going to be on shit. The Hornets, calm down. They're <laughs> one and three. Y'all will be all right. I want to see the rest of their the Magic schedule. The Magic are the AC. They won Y'all win one game. Y'all right there with them. Um, so they, they go against the Nets tomorrow. That'll be a tough game. They go against the Cavs, then the Bulls, then the Hornets. So there's a stretch where you could potentially win three games in a row. And who did they lose to? They lost to the Pistons twice. and they, Oh, they lost to the Cavs okay, by a bunch. Yeah. And then they lost to the Pistons by two. Or right, D. Rose hit the game with the Shout out to D. Rose, who was yeah. close for my player of the week. Because the Cavs and the and the Pistons both have like strong rebounding bigs. Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of who's that the Pacers go to guy. So far, it's been Bogdanovich. I mean, not by, yeah. uh, Brogdon. So far, it's been Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon's on my fantasy team. He had double double and shit. But as far as bu- bucket, is that's what they're relying on to get a bucket down the stretch? It's got to be more of a team effort. Yeah, I know it's a team effort. But I'm saying be... down the stretch when you need a bucket, it's not always a team. He's averaging effort. twenty-two and ten off good ass efficiency. Uh. So he's 16 shots per game. We could go that way. I don't know if that's a great way to determine, but that'll be the easy way for us right now. He's averaging 16 shots per game. TJ Warren's averaging 16.3, but not shooting nearly as efficient. 
He's shooting eleven percent from three after I gave him praise of him turning his jump shot yeah, around. Y'all, yeah, Pacer fans, y'all gotta be patient with y'all coach. I right, call him for the coach head in three games because Well, I think I think that Pacer fans, they're so used to just being decent. Yeah. Right. So yeah, no, a no. slow start for them is like the end, the end of the, the world. Yeah. yeah, which is ridiculous. Because he, he coached the hell out of that team last year. Don't have don't have amnesia. Please don't. I mean, we can switch coaches, bro. We'll make that trade in a quick second. And you'll remember that Nate McMillan is a good coach. Um, Other disappointing teams so far. I'm not disappointed in in this team. I'm just disappointed in the start because I think it's real unfortunate for them. I guess um, I'm going the Pelicans. Pelicans, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. they had a solid team on paper. And uh, result-wise, they've had a solid team. Brandon yeah. Ingram. I mean, uh, those games have been close for them. Like, yeah, they, they, they just haven't been able to close it out. Brandon Ingram is playing out of his ass. But uh, like, out of his what? He's playing out of, out of his ass. Out of his mind. Okay. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Whatever, however it goes. Out of his mind. Out of his mind. He's a bit better. Out of his mind. But he's been averaging like over yeah. 25. He's been rebounding Facts. the very well. Just he's been playmaking. Brandon Ingram's nickname, according to Basketball Reference, is Slenderman. Yeah. yeah, yeah that that makes sense. Tiny Dog. Yeah. And Humble Beast. Yeah. That's yep. Derek, right? That's yeah. Derek right there, boy. Humble Beast. Um, Got it on my shoe. He's averaging 27, 10, and 5. fucking weak. Yeah. But Drew Holiday got hurt along with Zion was already hurt. Jaleel Okafor was hurt. Once they get Derek those players back, it'll definitely play. help them because just like team-wise, they don't have to focus on Brandon Ingram doing it by himself. For and, a long- and last night, they finally let Jackson Hayes play, and he had an amazing game. So yeah. um, with Derek Favors being out or slightly injured and Jaleel Okafor really being their only center in the rotation, I hope that we get to the point where they're actually allowing Jackson Hayes to get his minutes because he played great. They just had an unfortunate bump, man. The Raptors were about a team and beat mm-hmm. them. Same thing with the Dallas Mavericks. Then they had a close game against the Rockets. And you look at some of these games, you'd be like, man, if that's they insane. had their full group, yeah. they would win these games. Like, so, like, like, you can see that this team Drew definitely Holiday has that potential. Like They're they're missing out on these games, but it's not like they're going to be mad at them for losing. Next. Then they got the Nuggets next year. Another, it's, it's tough out West, man. Yeah. Every they game. Go on tenth, they go on, uh, they just was on, what, Lee, uh, NBA TV, TV yeah. yesterday, <clears> and they on TNT. Because what are they? They're 0-4 uh, right now? 0-4. So you look at a team like this that's 0-4. And you go to the Kings that haven't won a game yet. Mm-hmm. And you it's like a big difference. Like their margin for uh loss is like almost twenty points. They would have had a yeah. better chance yeah. of beating the Warriors with Drew Holiday because of that that Warriors back for. <laughs> but TNT, ESPN, ESPN, NBA TV, TNT, ESPN. These motherfuckers. 30 plus games on national TV. Oh no, this is ESPN radio they'll be on, but whatever. Um Do y'all have any disappointing players? We will get to that after our first break. Do y'all have any disappointing players this year? No, but you saying it like you got one. I mean, I do, but I'm dying to hear who you have. I got Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. out of Orlando. I feel like he's been like kind of getting lost in the shuffle. I feel like he's not really demanding the ball. He's not really taking mm. many shots. Hey, let me give y'all his numbers for the people at home. He's averaging seven points per game, five rebounds, four assists. He's 29% from the field, 16% from three. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that's tough. I did not know it was this bad. But yeah, no. yeah. I watched the the first game I had, and he didn't look too bad. But I did see the the game they played yesterday, I think it was. He only had, like, two points. Yeah, he did. He had yeah. a lot of assists for only two points. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that that's the type of team that the Magic are. They just have a bunch of those type of players where, like, Jonathan Isaac will be invisible for three-game stretch, and yeah. he'll come alive no, that, with a spectacular game. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I mean, 
uh, Jonathan Isaac was somebody who was hoping that he could be a candidate for most improved, but it's just like the consistency levels aren't there for that Magic team. And maybe, that's almost like everybody. Hey, maybe he just had that breakout game last night. Yeah, and that's, that's, to start that. that's, that's my, yeah. my same thinking process, too. I, I think both of those guys are still primed to have mm-hmm. those. In no, no doubt. Three games. I mean, a lot of those those guys that they have, even when they don't score, they can rebound the ball at a high exactly. level. They can play make. They can play defense still. So. He, just, he just read Gordon's stat line is it seven five and what four four seven, yeah five, yeah four so those blocking a steal. Um, my disappointed player is Mike Conley. Mine too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I was happy as hell when he had a yeah. bad game against the Lakers because <laughs> that helped us with that W. But yeah, he's been shooting pretty bad. And his, his assist numbers are pretty low. His let me let me. I give it to y'all. Uh, he's averaging eight points per game, two mm-hmm. rebounds, four assists, twenty percent from the field, fifteen percent from three. Yeah. I mean, That's I think it's just that the process of fitting in with that yeah that team. But I, I think know, we need to yeah. specify for yeah. the people at home that are kind of crazy. This is so far throughout the season. Obviously, these are not what Aaron Gordon's going to shoot through the season or Mike yeah. Conley's going to shoot through the season. But so far through their first four games, they've been yeah. extremely disappointed. Luckily for him that the Jazz team is so good that they can kind of cover it with the other players because mm-hmm. they're still 3-1 and one without Mike Conley having a single good game this season. So when he does get it going, like this team yeah. is even scarier. But 3-1 and one is, is pretty player good. player I'm disappointed in mm-hmm. is KCP. Disappointed in him. <laughs> How, what were your expectations for? Not KCP? expectations, but at least he would shoot better. He's been sh- he's been shooting abysmal from the talk field. to me, Laker fan, because not just you, it's, the whole Laker fandom. Uh, yeah. They call him it's binary just, Mamba because he only puts up zeros and ones. You know, like you know, like computer. He just doesn't. He's not productive. He's averaging three points per game, two assists, two rebounds. Two assists is like a career high, by the way. Twenty three percent from the field, twenty five percent from three, fifty percent from the free throw line. That's tough. But luckily yeah. for y'all, y'all have more wing players. Yeah, like, and know. he wasn't like the one that y'all were leaning on. But then again, on. he's still getting 22 minutes a game, and he's trash. I don't know. I don't know. He's just such a weird player, the fact that, A, he still gets a lot of minutes. And, and he's I'm not, not saying, like, I, I have super high expectations, but he's still one of those role players. And he's one of those dudes productive. that's very streaky. Yeah. So, like, he going to go through these cold stretches, then he going to go through play stretches where he look amazing. But he, he missed – he didn't have a sh- – he didn't hit a shot for, like, his first two games. <laughs> like, if he can just, like, you you not scoring. Yeah, um, I don't think there's any other players off the top of my head no, I can no, think no. of that are disappointed. I'm trying to go through it, but like, let me let me let me see, man. Because for a minute it was D'Angelo Russell, but he yeah he really, picked it up. He picked it up, and like last game everybody just yeah, looked great everybody for them. looked. Draymond had a, like a finals Draymond type game, he had like yeah. 17, 16, and ten. Yep. If that's gonna if that's what it's gonna take for them to get wins, it's gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a hard season. season for Golden yeah. State. yeah, but I like how he came out and said that just because we won don't mean we still don't suck. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I like Draymond, but sometimes I would like for him to just chill at the media session. Like, you don't have to tell everybody that. We know y'all suck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you can just talk to your players individually. Like, I was so Draymond. So I was just like, they're all 23 and younger. They're all mm-hmm. 23 and younger. I know. We still stuck. I'm trying to fire the team up. But uh, CP3, you know, 13 points, four rebounds, three assists. Three assists is disgusting for yeah, Chris I Paul. It don't even sound right. It doesn't. It doesn't. I know Shea is, he is a, a player of the week candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, been snapping, but from a scoring aspect, he's been snapping. So I don't. Ain't nobody taking the ball out of his hands too much. It's not. CP3 is getting old though. So, but he's getting old, and it's just like he doesn't have that trade. weapons around him. Like the Rockets team, they had a lot of people around him. Yeah. I, you think about this OKC know. team? It's OKC okay, got Gallinari. He's a four stretcher. Shea been killing. You got Stephen Adams, who Russell yeah. Westbrook was was yeah. giving him the ball. I think so, that blueprint the Rockets had was just a little bit better. He was just for like without it would, the Rockets, though, man, he's always been a playmaker. He's talking about one of the greatest playmakers of all time. He's, he's literally known for making play, people better. This is the type of atmosphere he's supposed to go one crazy. Of the, one of the greatest. Three assists is just 
I'm not saying he got to lead the league no, in assists, but, but three assists is like, a, what did you say about KCP? Abysmal? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, three assists. That's shit he used to get in the first quarter of games. And he's averaging this on the first What is he games. shooting from the field? Uh, 40%. High 40%. That's good. That's, That's not, not terrible. terrible. 40%. 41.9. That's still not terrible. No. 61.5 from the free throw. That's, 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 that's usually 80. That's not him. Career 87% shooter. Yep. So, a career 9.6 assist mm-hmm. guy, too. So, that's a little disappointing. It is. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what to what to make of that. I haven't watched him play. Maybe it's, maybe it's the, se- the beginning of the season, but. And he should be playing for some value. Try to go, try to go get traded to contender. I know Miami Heat with the Kendrick Nunn and the guys. Yeah, they cool right now. They're like, shit, we good. We don't even need them. We good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's so much going on around the league. Like, I'm trying to think, is there a team we haven't mentioned that we we need to talk about? Uh, The Bucks are still good. Yeah, we expect them to be a good regular season. You know what I kind of regret, though? What? Drafting Giannis with the first pick. Why? Because he sits the fourth quarter because they they just be yeah. blowing teams out. But he has <laughs> such a good stat line with the minutes he plays. Yeah, fan hit me up like, what, what what do you guys make of the Bucks sitting Giannis out? He's not playing the four quarters, and I was like, bro, he got fouled out. <laughs> yeah, like, he didn't play any of the OT. I was like, oh my gosh, Kawhi was sitting late in their game recently that they just had. Which one? Are you? Because <clears throat> one of the games he had like four fouls, but Doc didn't play him to like. A minute fifty left in the quarter. Were they, what was the score? Yeah, it was the Suns. Oh, interesting, interesting. Gee, probably like we lost. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, Giannis, bro. In the fantasy last night, he gave me thirty three. I'm hurt. You know who I got for fantasy? Yeah, but he I'm also didn't have a crazy my fantasy game. Team. I, I lost by two points because Danny oh, Green and Javale yeah. McGee. Javale McGee, tough, you couldn't bro. grab one more board. That's tough. Danny bro. Green shot like two for eight, bro. If you hit one more shot, I, told I you win not my to fantasy. Have confidence in those dudes, check, bro. Did y'all check in on your Yahoo shit? Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't. I know. I, I just had the lineup from that one week. I haven't went back to it. Yet. My, my bench is kind of terrible, so it's kind of like I don't have anyone that just I want to put in. Change, yeah. I feel I'm like yeah. Ass. you did yeah. <laughs> seven. I put up five hundred and sixty-five points. That's terrible. That's terrible. Who do you? Who's your best player on your team? I don't know, but I looked at him and wasn't fearful because I got Kyrie <laughs> Towns. So. I got Aaron Gordon's been terrible for me. Okay, so that's that'll be um, better. Yeah, Bradley be. Bill. He hasn't been great either. TJ Warren's been. Uh, uh, Thomas. Who is his star Thomas player? Thomas Bryant. <laughs> who is your star player? Who is, your star bro? Player, is Bradley bro? Bill your best player? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's Dude, your team is terrible. That's tough, bro. His whole lineup. Is. What pick did you have? Oh, you know what? I will tell you this, and I didn't text you this because I had to wait till the week is over. I did leave points on my bench. John Morant. John Morant on 30. Oh, was on the bench. He God. had like 42 points. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Bro, just set your lineup every Monday. I know. Take I five forgot. minutes and set it every Monday, and you're good for the week. <laughs> he got Rondo, Alex Lynn, Harrison. Rondo has the Your play. team sucks. Yeah, Alex Rondo, Derek White is his starting point guard. When the guy he played against got Ish Smith for his starting point guard. <laughs> How did you? What pick the did you have that Bradley Beal is your best player? Because we had a serpentine jab, too. So you, so had you should a have two yeah, good players. A bad pick. Who was your second pick? It had been like Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Bro, that's oh, a bad that's team. A no, bad. no, no, no. Julius Randle. He was in the bathroom with some shit and an auto pick Julius Randle. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's tough, too. That's tough. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad for you, my guy. Yeah. It's going to be a long season we took for advantage team of that one. That one, we, we had to do it. Jay Crowder had a good game with that game when it shot. Because I feel like I got like four players better than your top two. <laughs> I got Giannis, Brandon Ingram, and Porzingis, and Kemba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Porzingis. I know. 
I know. The fantasy. Y'all need to be tuning in to the fantasy. We got a lot of fans into it. You should have followed us on Twitter or be in our Discord. Yeah, sorry to the Yahoo. Uh, I'm still checking Yahoo. It's just once a week, though. I got Kevin Love, uh, Joel Embiid. So I, I had, like, like the, top people. They, they, I really don't understand how my man's got his the team. The ESPN like average just, just, I don't know. It's just what, it's better. better to me. It's way better. I'm down three right now to the Humber. Humber. But my Yahoo team is so good. I like my Yahoo check team. It. I mean, I check it every yeah. Monday. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Unfortunately for I got me, De'Aaron Jimmy Fox, Deandre Russell, Giannis, Sabonis, Thomas Bryant. Okay. I got them. Oh, that's on your Yahoo. That's I on got De'Aaron years. Fox, mm-hmm. Russell, Crockney Towns, Lonzo be giving me 30 points, Matisse Thibel and Javon Carter, uh, Yaka Poto, Jay Crowder, Victor Oladipo, Robert Covington, Ed Davis. Ed Davis be coming in with yeah. solid, solid Ten, points. Yeah. Um, teams that we haven't talked about, um, the Boston Celtics. We haven't talked about the Celtics. Mm-hmm. They got they had their two and one. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a nice win over the Raptors. I won the Raptors. Yeah, I think Kemba Walker had around thirty or something. Why do you hate like watching them play, KB? It's not that I hate watching them play. It's just sometimes their offense gets so stagnant with like a oh, Jason yeah. Tatum ISO for a mm-hmm. mid range jumper. It's kind of I don't like watching it. That's kind of how I felt last year too when they had Kim Kyrie. Yeah. Did y'all see the report this morning that um yes. the Knicks, I'm glad you brought that up. The, the Nets, Nets the Nets are saying like his mood swings are like bothering them, I guess. So I'll I'll read you the exact um the China trip, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is coming from Bleacher Report. Shout out to BR. Kyrie Irvin's mood swings are unspoken concern. They make the next Nets queasy. Um, they landed Kyrie Irving. Yeah, when Irving laps into his, into f- these funks, he often shuts down, unwilling to communicate with the coaching staff, front office, and sometimes even his teammates. The Nets team sources say one such episode occurred during Brooklyn's trip to China, leaving everyone scratching their heads as what I, I have dyslexia. What is this word? Precipitated. Okay. There's hope that Durant will be able to to coax his friend into a better frame of mind. Yeah. We're three games into the season, and he that's already because that was the game though. This is in China. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah but that, right, exactly. So this is before the season even started, bro. <clears throat> yeah. Does he have something? That was his. Yeah, a lot of people on Twitter was quoting this like, oh, "I can't believe you guys are using the mental health this for clicks." And I, I mean, but, right. but in this situation, last, yeah. season, last still, season he was saying that he was going through like the death of a family member, and mm-hmm. that was the reason why you know he. He felt that way, and he was going through his ups and downs just because it was life. But this, I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, it might be something. Yeah, it might be a mental illness or uh, something like that. Who knows? Yeah, um, probably be having depression moments or swings and things like that. Understandable, but at the same time, it's also understandable from the Nets because if one of us was in this environment working with each other and, and it was unpredictable how Mike was going to walk right, you don't want to. It's yeah. hard to yeah. do anything because you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to bring that to work, but. As basically, they're he or he's on his employer. You want to make sure he's good though, too. At the same time, so sure. it's going to be like a battle. I think just to get Kyrie back on, uh, and it's a, a battle stable. for him individually to deal with that mentally. Yeah, yeah. we can tell shit fifty, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, best of luck to Kyrie, but I also can understand where the Nets are coming from. You don't, you know, your teammates in there. They don't know if they can crack a joke. Exactly. Uh, then one day they come in all serious, and then he on his goofy shit. Right. So you don't want to have to work on like pins and needles, yeah. like yeah. tiptoeing around. Yeah. How's Kyrie today? How's Kyrie? Then today? he's the best player, so yeah. they have to communicate with him. He's the point guard, mm-hmm. so it ain't like he's a player. That he holds their franchise right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and as a PG, you should want to like keep like that open line of communication with everyone. Yep. But like last year, like they said, he went like a whole month without talking to anybody, which is crazy to think about because it's not like they just show up to games. They're practicing, yeah. they're doing all this, and they say he just that did not team talk also to ass. 
I mean, they all got paid. They all got paid. They all got paid. If the amount of money you made made you the shit, man, I love them. But Chandler Parsons. Would you rather be underpaid or overrated? Man. I'd rather be underpaid. I'd rather be paid. Get my money. Is there a team out there with a surplus of centers? I'm thinking about like the Kings have a bunch of centers. But like. There, there need, there has to be a team that's willing to trade some centers. Why? Because because Lou Cornette is the worst player in the NBA right now, and that's only because Cristiano Felicio is injured. Yeah, yeah, but he's terrible. Yeah, he's. Not <laughs> somebody you want. You look have you watched Lou Cornette? No. Every, everybody licking their fingers when they see Lou Cornette down there. Yeah, but Cristiano Felicio. Really, you know, I'm, not thinking, I'm not thinking anything different with Felicio. Yeah, right but Felicio is not much. He, of that's what I'm saying. That's why I need we need another center. <laughs> He'll bump, He'll bump somebody. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad. But it's a long season ahead of us. You know, mm-hmm. every team – like, we can see a team start off 3-0 and and not make the playoffs. So a team start off 0-4 and end up making the playoffs. Yeah. Yep, like really the Timberwolves. Can. Yeah, we dang. You already, I wasn't even going to be specific, but, hey, go ahead, throw them I feel like they're the only team that's undefeated that could fall out. Do y'all have a favorite team, no matter what their record is, that y'all look at and y'all be like, man, this team, I really like this team, or um, I can really see this. The Jazz would be that really team for me. I really have faith in this. This is not a fluke to me. Um, the Jazz will be my team. I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks, bro. I think Luca. first mm-hmm. of all, I think we need to give additional praise to Trey Young and Luca. number one. I think they both need to be in the most improved player yeah. candidate. I know yeah. they always say, oh, rookie, yeah. the, uh, the, the second-year players are going to make the jump because they're sophomore. No, it's they're just, making a bigger jump. Yeah. Than, these are two legitimate no all-star players who are carrying these franchises like year seven players. So they need to be in an MVP conversation if they keep this level of play up. Most improved player uh, conversation if they keep this up. And they're both, to me, as of right now, if they continue to pace at their own, solidify all-stars, Facts. no arguments about it. Yeah. Uh, the Hawks will be that team for me also. Just because, like, that whole team, just like, they work so I well. I like that team, but the reason I can't is because Cam Reddish has been he hasn't, Yeah, he hasn't been playing good. He hasn't played good. DeAndre Hunter is up and down. Uh I know, I know it's still early. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, trust their bench. I, yeah. yeah. Kevin but so far, they've been, you know, know on the floor. they've been making it work. Yeah. Know, the two, Damian probably, Jones has been young. pretty solid for them. College I like what I'm getting out of him. Are, are doing what they need to do, which yeah. is important. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Jared Culver. The rookie, uh, disappointing rookies, Jared Culver, Cam Reddish. I know it's still early, but. I don't, yeah. Since Zion's went down, I don't think any rookie's, like, running away with that rookie of the year award. Hmm. Top, we have RJ. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, RJ. No, those are the two right yeah. now. RJ Barrett, for sure. Yeah. He leading us in scoring. He had 15 rebounds. He's still getting five assists. Bro, it's just been Six a lot of crazy stats so far this season. Like, people are having a 38, mm-hmm. couple, like 10 assists. Then you have Andre Drummond, who had 30 points, 20 rebounds. Like, people are, are really. Yeah, Trey Young is top two. With, especially with how fast the league is. The league is getting faster, like, every year. Yeah. And with the Rockets, I was saying that how slow they play. Um, and Adam Russell Westbrook will help them with their pace. And the first night against the Bucks, they had 27 fast break points, which is the high that they had since the previous season. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you talk about just like the pace of the See, league. See, and with, with that, that's my thing with them mm-hmm. is because you bring in him, 
it can give you another like it just gives them another dimension to score. It, it, yeah, like, but it can just give them a whole the, another dimension in their offense that I don't think that they are going to use because it's like when you go up like again <laughs> we, they went up seventeen points and I know it's early in the season but I still want to see when they get up in seventeen points. I what are they going to have get them? closer to the basket? Yeah. Post him up. It's not a lot of guards that's going to be able to knock him off the block. Right, bro. It's not the other game. I think they were playing the Pelicans. I was talking to KB. I was like. James Harden is having another night where he's like two for 15 from three, but he had like four and ones during the game because anytime he goes to the paint, it's, a, it's easy. Yeah, but they're going to encourage him to keep shooting seven. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Eventually, one of these nights, he's just going to be on fire. He's going to have like 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 point games. Because he just had 40 shooting eight for 22. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't put nothing past James Harden. Can we, can we start a pick em series here? Come on. We're like, I, I, I pick what I think could be like the most competitive game in yeah. the night. And then we all determine who we think will win, and then we'll keep tally to see who has the best record. Okay? That Hawks, that Hawks Heat game, the Hawks Heat game is for it's, tonight. Yeah, I think that's going to be the best game tonight. So, who do y'all think? Hawks Heat. Jimmy Butler's back for the first time this season. The I, Hawks are playing hot. Do this too. Mm-hmm. Pick the team you want to win, and pick <laughs> you <laughs> the player that has the best game, or the most impactful. He's going to be the most impactful. The best Ooh, game is yeah. always Trey Young may have. 30 points. Yeah. Right. Like a sleeper. Like a sleeper. The game John Ray had 30 Solomon Hill had 15. He didn't even play a minute before he that game. So yeah, it's so. just crazy. All right. So what's y'all picks? Um, what were the games again? It's the Hawks We're going to start off with Hawks Heat today. Give me the Heat, and then I'm picking Tyler Hero for my guy. All right. Is it one? I'm going to leave it at that. No, it's two. Okay. Mike, tell me what you're thinking. He the Hawks. I, I got the Hawks, but I, I no doubt it's going to be Trey Young. I think it's going to be hard for John Collins and them to get going. Okay, with with Bam down there. Yeah, Derek. I'm gonna go Hawks, and um, the player is going to be Hunter. Okay, I think he's going to come out the slump. Okay, and I'm going Heat, and I think we're having another Winslow night. Okay, point Winslow. Okay. So that is tonight, right? So we should do this for every night until our next episode. Oh shit! Can right? You, can you can you do a slash uh-huh. for Harold? Sure, Drogic. He might he might take advantage of uh, Trey Young Lewis. All right. So for tomorrow night, mm-hmm. if I had to pick a game, let's go Clippers Jazz. Two teams that are contending, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me what y'all think of Clippers versus Jazz, and let me see who's home, who's away at Utah. Okay. I'll start off. Give me Jazz. I, I can't. I can't pick against the Jazz. I think the Clippers are just gonna come out and handle business against that team, especially because that's another competitive team. They are gonna come out to play. This is Mike Conley's game. So you're Ooh. saying you're saying Clippers? I guess, I guess yeah, that defense like that. again. Pat, he do. He do. <laughs> and who'd you say your guy was? Did you say I didn't guy? pick a guy yet? I'm gonna go Clippers, and I'm gonna go Pat Bev. Clips. I feel like he's gonna Bam. make Conley have another bad game. Okay, we'll see. We'll I'm see. going Montrez Harrell for my pick. You're going Harrell, that's a good pick. Oh, but then again, yeah, going against Rudy Gobert, yeah, but oh, it would be man, way man. more impressive. It, it is though. But Lou Will and Montrez Harrell come off that bench and I was they good. instant I was offense. With Mike at first, I think the Clippers will come out and do their thing. But I'm gonna go Jazz, and then my pick is going to be Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell is gonna have a good all around game tonight. Who's guarding him? Landry Shamit. Fuck out of it. <laughs> I mean, if you. Well, they, if if these hot, they're going to put Kawhi yeah, they on them. They're going to put Kawhi on them. Then who's going to guard Bondanovich? Just Andrew Shaman? Fuck out of it. <laughs> so for Thursday night, we'll go Nuggets versus Pelicans. Do not let me down, Donovan. Because <laughs> Devin Booker was killing Shaman the other night. <laughs> Devin Booker kills a lot of people. He does. 
Bane right. Because Bane didn't get killed. Jamar Murray killed him with that crossover. He stepped on Bane's foot. No, we. It, it don't matter if you step on people's foot over here. Oh, right. Okay. Remember yeah. Lance Stevenson. Remember yeah. Lance Stevenson. That okay. that counted as an ankle break. Now, when you now when we next time we play Hoh, and Jeff fuck you up because you stepped on his, his size thirteens or fourteens. Yeah. I don't want to hear shit. See, I don't get fucked up like that. Well, I don't get. Don't yeah, I don't. I don't put effort yeah. in to get my ankles you, broken. You just like get that. blown that's, by. I just get blown <laughs> by. That's more fucked up than getting crossed over. A nigga just going right around you, motherfucker. You like, yeah, this is not like I just call it Michael. Michael call it Michael. 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 I said, if he, he just faster than me. Did you want me to keep up with him? I want you to try. But Mike did say he's back in the gym and he turned to go oh, yeah, basketball. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Show me your shit. All that talk. I'm back in the gym. I'm eating right. I'm no, I'm back in the gym. I'm back in the gym. I'm going to the mall too. I don't give a fuck what you do in the gym if you ain't trying. Fuck out of here. Nuggets versus Pelicans. Yep. Um, I'm going Nuggets. I'm taking the Pelicans this game. Ooh. And I'm taking Brandon Ingram for another monster game. Okay. Pals for Mike and he's going Ingram. I got to go Nuggets. I'm going to go Tory Craig. I think he's going to have a Tory really Craig. good reign. He's been having a down year. Eight to get the rebound last night. Tory Craig. <laughs> he said he did. Well, what type of stat line are you saying for Tory Craig to be the impact player? Because you can't be saying you dropped at 20. No, nah, just like maybe like 15 points. Hadn't hit a few threes. A that would be. A, a few crazy. steals, rebounds. <laughs> okay. Um, give me uh, Nuggets and Jokic. Because who, who's in the paint? If, if Favors don't play, are you trying to tell me that Jackson Hayes is going to deal with Jokic? That's a good pick. And I think we had two more nights before our very next episode. Oh, no, we got one more night. So, Friday, Friday night. ESPN. Huh. We, I want to pick teams that we haven't picked just yet. Lakers, Mavs. Have we done Mavs? Uh, I think no. All right, Lakers, Mavs. Well, Spurs, Warriors. Let's do Lakers, Mavs because both teams are good. Yeah. Okay. Spurs, Warriors. <laughs> he said both. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going Mavs. And this is a, this is a Seth Curry night. I, I like Seth Curry here. And I also hate the Lakers because Mike is a Lakers fan. I'm, I'm going Mavericks, and I'm going Chris Stapps Przingis going head-to-head at Anthony Davis. Mm. Let's go. Let's get it. I'm here, Mike. Mm. What's popping? You want to put some money on this? No. Nah, I I'm not putting no money. I'm going to go, I make I, no damn money. I'm going to go Mavs, and I'm going to go Luka. Damn, are we all going Mavs? I know we're not all going Mavs. No, we're going, I'm going Lakers, oh, and yeah. I'm taking AD. I feel like they don't, you they're think, not going to have anyone to match up with Luka. LeBron James. Yeah. I'm good on it. Yeah. So you're going AD? Yeah. I, so if we do this every episode, do you think you'll ever pick against the Lakers? No. Oh, that AD Perzingis. There's nobody in this guy. There's nobody I don't think we can Well, every, that's the case about every team. All right, every but night. there's no – if we're going against the Clippers or something, obviously I'm going to think we still have a chance. We have a good chance. We're right there next to them. Saying that you're picking somebody else don't mean that you don't have a chance. Right. It's, it's just being level-headed. Because you know y'all not going to 82-0. Yeah. They have to exactly. lose some games. We, so he's asking, are you ever going to take their private part out of your mouth? <laughs> when, when, the, when it's necessary, yeah, I will. When is it but necessary? Could you pick them against the Clippers? Well, against the Mavs, it's not going to be necessary, so I'm definitely going to pick the Lakers. I'll you tell pick, you when it's going to be. And you pick AD against KP? I'm taking KP. Boy, what day they play? Uh, Friday. That's Friday night. Yeah, and I'm wearing my KP jersey. Uh, boy, yeah. Uh, it's going to yeah. be sad. We're going to have to take that jersey off after that ill. Why would I take it off? I'm going to keep it on. <laughs> um, thank y'all so much for watching this or listening to this episode of Through the Wire. We'll be back, of course, on Saturday, and make, we'll see you as the best record. Make sure y'all tune in to the social media accounts, the Instagram and Twitters for the polls of the player, rookie, and team of the weeks. 
That's it. We out. out.